Greetings and welcome to Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams and it has been quite a hiatus, hasn't it? But as any of you who work in retail know, this is not the easiest time of year to take off work and Tony's work schedule has made things difficult for us in the bottom half of the year, but there was no chance in hell that we were going to miss Star Wars Episode 7. So be on the lookout for that episode with our drive-home commentary that will be coming out a little bit later this week. But as we have gotten in the habit of doing, today we are uploading our drive-up episode on the way to the theater. We talk about our feelings about the film, sort of where we are with our anticipation and our level of excitement. But we also get into talking some trailers and some of the just the movie news and things that have been floating around lately. Go back and talk about the uh, Captain America Civil War trailer, the new Batman v Superman trailer. Star Trek Beyond trailer, a couple things like that. So anyway, this is our drive-up pre-show for Star Wars Episode 7, and the full enchilada, the the drive-home breakdown of Episode 7 is going to be coming out in a couple more days, so just keep your eyes peeled for that. For right now, sit back and enjoy the drive as we begin our journey towards Star Wars Episode 7 with some discussion of movie news, trailers, and our feelings before we saw The Force Awakens. So, um, for lack of a better intro, we're on our way to fucking see Star Wars <laughs> Episode 7. And it's, it, it's, 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 it's a odd. strange feeling. It's odd. Like, I mean, I, it's a know, strange feeling. I was going to bring this up. I was thinking about, the, you know, what, just to be honest with you, I was thinking about kind of what, what kind of things we're going to talk about. Because, you know, it, to be honest with you, I cannot fathom a few... There's a few things, actually, I cannot fathom that are, that are happening. One, one is, we really have been able, I think, both of us, yeah. to stay completely spoiler-free, from what so, I can tell. So far, but let's not jinx it, because we, we could be standing in line and somebody could snake bomb us. Uh, snake kills that. Dumbledore. The, and uh, then we'll be like that little girl. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> And that person's friends will say we knew him well. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what they'll say. I uh, but so so there's that. Yeah, spoiler free. Spoiler free. Although I you're getting texts right now, and I like don't want to look at it. it. Well, that's Grant, and he says uh, he's going to be in the theater in 15 minutes. Uh, oh man, I don't even want to know that. I don't even want to know that. <laughs> too much. Well, you that's know, too much. It is. It is interesting. Like the first. When the first reviews came out after the premiere, <laughs> exactly. I was reading reviews and they were saying like, "Star Wars Episode Seven, our review," you know, "our review of Star Wars Episode Seven. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's good." And then I started seeing reviews like, "We loved Star Wars Episode Seven. I'm like, it's too everything much. you want it to be, too or much, something like too that, much. You know? Like, I, like I don't want to know what you think. I just want to know that Ex- you saw exactly. Yeah. And, and in fairness, I will say like, I really, I mean, granted, I I have kind of made. The effort to stay away. I mean, but, but, I haven't but, been. I haven't been on Twitter or Facebook well, in two days. Almost. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I, I've, I've pulled away from almost all social media these days. So right. to a certain degree, it doesn't bother you know as much. But even like going to sites, like I, I really, I will say, I do think I, I, I will give some credit to the the people out there that I, I will. Other than maybe a handful of those kind of like you know, it's everything you wanted it to be kind yeah. of you know, things. Really, they have been pretty good about not putting too much out yet. Like, you know, if you want to find out who dies, don't read this. Or right. something, you know, it's like, wait a minute, somebody, oh, somebody's for sure somebody dying. Somebody dies? Okay, thanks. I mean, I kind of could have guessed, but who knows. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I will say, in, in general, I'm, I'm pretty impressed that that has happened. But the, the other thing that, that kind of is surprising me, and I don't know, you may not feel the same way, but... Uh, I don't feel the same way, Tony. Okay. I disagree with you, whatever it is. I mean... <laughs> Just for that, I just disagree. The um, but it, it, it it's sort of weird that I'm not quite at the fever pitch I was for maybe some of the prequels. Well, for Phantom Menace, I mean, definitely we, we Phantom Menace. But that, but, but that was that had been you know twenty years or you know yeah. well, I mean you know <laughs> it's been almost twenty years since then. Um, but, but I guess I guess that is true. I guess my 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 thought was just like I remember just being so. I'm, you know, it, just the announcements, like, oh, my God, we're getting another one, but we won't see the last one for six years. And, like, just yeah. somewhere in your head that just kind of seemed like, oh, my God, this is... I was... Well, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, you'll be out of college when the third one comes out. Right. You know, you know yeah. this, uh, you know, our kids, we've grown up and moved out of the house by the time the God, next one comes I wish. Like, 
it, yeah. but I mean, it felt that way, like it was so far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it has to do a little bit with the fact that, like, this happened kind of out of the blue. Well, I was, and I was then thinking we the heard day, about, you know, like, I mean, when I say this happened, the deal, you know, the deal happens with Disney. Yeah. So, seemingly kind of out of the blue. Yeah. And then they're like, and we're going to do a movie, and it's going to come out now, you know, at this point. And it's like. And then the next one's coming out two years and, after that. And we really haven't had that, we haven't had to wait that much time. Yeah. And I think that is, and I'm not even knocking it, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's not taking forever. But it, I will say to some degree, I think it has, it, it has made it not less special, but less. Like, okay, I just can't take it anymore because I've been waiting for so, 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 so long. Like, right. it's kind of like, okay, all right, I'm ready, I, you know? I can remember, I mean, like, maybe even more so, maybe even more so than The Phantom Menace. I remember, and I think it was before you and I met, because you and I met right around, we think we met in, like, 96, 97. That's about right, yeah. And, Are you going to talk about the, the re When I saw the, the trailer for the special editions, mm -hmm. when I saw the trailer, which I was in a theater and... I knew nothing about it. I hadn't heard anything at that time. And when I saw the trailer for the Star Wars Special Editions and realized that I was going to get the chance to see Star Wars, the original Star Wars, mm -hmm. at least we thought the original Star well, Wars, yes. in the theater, <laughs> I lost my mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. And, um, and I, was, I was just talking like 20 minutes ago. Uh, Shelly is hanging out with Jenny and I was just talking to them and Jenny was asking me so are you like really excited and I was saying yeah I I'm really excited but it is strange how tempered my excitement is and I was trying to think about why that was and on the one hand I think okay well you know I'm just I'm older now sure and you know and just uh, my priorities are different because I'm a dad now and you know so you know this movie is not going to get me excited as the prospect of you know, like seeing my daughter do gymnastics or something. You've had so many more things happen in your life to compare it to now. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that it's you know that it's it's still going to be like second or third. Yeah, whatever, whatever it might be. Birth of your child. Birth of okay. child. Okay, okay, fine. That's a given. Yeah, number one. Whatever. My wife. Yeah, yeah. No, that's got to be three, right? So, but I was like trying to you know just sort of like trying to think of like what it is about my excitement because it's not that I'm unexcited exactly. in any way. It's, yeah. But it's like, I remember feeling like, going into The Phantom Menace, I remember feeling like my life was going to be divided into two periods. <laughs> the period before and after I saw a new Star Wars film. Well, you know... And I guess that maybe because I've already had that experience... Yeah. I'm not... Like, I can't feel that way now. Like, I can't feel like, oh, it's, you know... Like, my life is going to be, you know, now three chapters. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I was... I was, last night, I was reminiscing about when we first heard about this and talked about it, which yeah. was on Battle Cry. Remember, wow. I, I did this as my Battle Cry yeah. on an episode of EBC, and we talked about Disney buying Lucasfilm yeah. and the announcement that they were going to do new movies, and I was, I was saying, which I still believe, that Disney would very likely put out probably high-def releases of the theatrical versions because they give yeah. fuck all about Lucas's vision and care only about whether or not they can sell a lot of copies. And on and on and on. Yeah. And I was I was reminiscing about that last night and thinking about how excited I was then, which I was very excited then. And then I sat down and I watched... I didn't watch the entire trilogy this week like I know a lot of people did. I just wanted to watch the first movie again. And I sat down and I watched the uh, the Laserdisc version of Star Wars mm -hmm. uh, from from that that DVD special edition. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it was, 2006 or something. Mm, yeah. Um, I sat down and watched the first movie last night. And you know how sometimes like you go back and you watch things that you remember very fondly. We were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You go but, back and, and they, you watch and they something, don't. and they don't hold up. Yeah. And this was the opposite experience of that. I went back and watched it, and I was like, this is even better than I remember. Yeah. Like, this is fucking brilliant. Like, I was I was seeing, like, for the, almost like seeing it for the first time, and I was looking at it, and like, seeing, like, all of the craft that's in that film and the writing, and I was looking at the, like, like, like look at the way that, like, he is like, ramping up the tension bit by bit. Like, like take the, uh, take the garbage compactor scene. You know, as an example, like you got like this high tension thing. They're in the shootout. They go into the garbage uh, compactor. Okay, so the tension eases a little bit. Yeah. All right, and you got some you got some comedic beats, and then 
you you hear like these strange sounds. It's worse. And you know, the, the, then there's something in there with them. You see things moving, and it grabs Luke. And okay, you know, so now that you know we're in a tense moment again, and like you know they're blasting the thing, and then you hear like that really weird mechanical sound, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it lets Luke go. And then, like, the walls start closing in. And, you know, now you, you've got this new problem to deal with. And I was just thinking about, like, the way that, you know, like, tension and release and, like, you know, like, slowly, like, like building these kind of, like, peaks and valleys that are always kind of going up. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to, to greater levels of drama and tension. And, like, the way that you kind of add the time bomb effect by having the walls closing in. So there's a time thing that you got to deal with, which adds more tension. And... And, 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 like, the whole thing, like, like where the monster... Like, the monster is afraid of what's about to happen, which is why it lets Luke go. Yeah. And, like, so, like, what does that mean? Like, you know, it lets him go, and you're like, that's happen, great, but whatever's about to happen is going to be even worse. worse. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I was just, like, looking at it, and I'm, I was in awe of it. I'm like, this is brilliant. I mean, this is so well-constructed. Yeah. And the entire movie is like that. It really is. And I sat there with my jaw in my lap, just going, my God, like, this... It, it is every inch as good as everyone thinks it is, and probably maybe even a little bit better. I, I, I 100% agree. It's been, it has been just a little bit since the last time I watched it. Admittedly, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say the last time I watched them was the Blu-ray box set that I bought a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, but it's, it, it's one of those things where you, you watch, you watch the, you watch a New Hope, and you think. It, it sort of it just feels of a different time, yeah. But it it also still feels ah, like magical or special. Like it's it still does. it still has that feel. And and you know like we were we were talking just the other day about how and I can't even remember exactly how we got onto it, but we were talking about like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the the the, the uh, live action one, right? And how first like, live action one, first live action one. And, and I was just talking about how, like, you know, some some had come up, and I, I, you know, decided to watch it, you know, not too long ago. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm so sorry. I remember as a kid thinking, like, oh, this was that was an awesome movie. And I, and I knew yeah. growing up, like, okay, I know it's not as awesome as I used to think it was a kid, but it's still, I'm sure it's still kind of fun to watch. And it was no, it was awful. Like, I mean, just, I had the exact it, same. Experience it had nothing. It had no. It had nothing that would want me to ever come back to it again honestly yeah. I, I hate to say it like it, it, it really only did. a Michael Bay film could actually be worse than that movie uh, that's, that is that is absolutely 100% true yes and uh, did he do a Turtles film um, the uh, <laughs> two apparently so the uh, the but, but it was it was just like you, you go back and you watch that film and then the thing that's so amazing about it is that film stands on its own so well like it really does but then you go to Empire and Empire is like, kind of like, it, it, I don't know exactly how to explain. Somebody else comes in yeah. that has a different eye, takes a lot of these same characters and puts them through completely new changes. You know, yeah. uh, in, in most cases, different much, challenges, it's, different it's, drama. Yeah, it has it has a different feel. So the movie Empire is is quite a bit different of a movie. Like we think now, kind of, I, I think of them as. Well, you got you know episode four, five, and six, and then yeah. you have whatever the other ones were, <laughs> and then, but but you know four, five, and six, you, you you it's a trilogy. You just think of it as a trilogy. But if you really go back and watch them, they're so distinctly different. They are from one another. But but particularly have particularly always, a New Hope to Empire, a New Hope to Empire Jedi, definitely. Jedi uh, like feels like you know the inevitable logical conclusion I, of those. I will admit though, Jedi to me feels a little, and then this is actually kind of interesting. Somebody came up to me uh, the other day and said. All right, so I'm just going to ask you this, but I, I think I know your answer. Uh, so, uh, best best Star Wars, Empire or Jedi? Yeah, Empire. And I was like, Empire, because it's because that's the right answer. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what do you? Is this a, is this like a are you stupid test, and you're just yeah. t- testing me? You know, they're like, you see, I need to say that everybody always says Empire, but then Jedi is the best. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, look, you know, I mean, I, I really don't. You know, everybody has their opinion, but Jedi to me definitely. I, 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 to be honest, I feel like lost some of the magic of the first two, and because I do feel like it's the first where they're very aware and, and it's of nothing, itself. It's got nothing to do with the Ewoks. It's like something about the drama, like something about like the, and it's not to say that it's not there, but something about like the, the 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 emotional sort of climax in Jedi. It like 
it's not as satisfying as like the emotional stuff that I feel watching Empire. I still I like, and I don't know if it's just because Empire is so you know kind of tragic and, and dramatic, well, and whereas Jedi you know obviously uh, concludes all that stuff. Sure, sure. Well, and, and somebody was making a, I think a, I was reading some other article and then they kind of were talking about the same thing and, and made a, a case for you know well it's you know Jedi is much more upbeat and you know uh, Empire is much more complex and there's just you know I was like yeah I, I think there is something to some of those things. There, but there's that I, great love story you know the, the romance stuff in Empire is really great. Yeah. And, I just I, I think there is something the third one it really did feel by that point they were very aware of what it what they had like I really yeah. think even in Empire it was still sort of okay we did this we once. did it once can we do I don't it again really, yeah can yeah. we do it again is the next one going to be as big it just occurred it, to me that this road is now open we don't have to holy shit we don't have to loop around that detour yeah. which is great um, there's probably another thing down the road further that's going to stop us thanks way. Tony thanks um, ever the, the optimist oh, we're done. Believe me, I don't. I think I'm not being pessimistic on this road. This is I'm being a realist. Um, but but I do I do think, and you said it's it's you know it's not the Ewoks, and I would say that I don't think it's solely the Ewoks. But I think the Ewoks actually are part of the problem, and not yeah. because I fucking hate the Ewoks. Matter of fact, I will say don't one bad of, mouth the Endorians. One of my favorite favorite moments is when C3PO is telling the story, and all the Ewoks yeah. are cooing and oh. Yeah, I, I love that moment. It's even very though, awesome. even though in, in, in a New Hope, C three PO is so adamant that he's not much of a storyteller. Yes, yeah. Obviously, he picks up some tricks along the way. <laughs> but I, I love that moment. But I do. I mean, to me, it, even now, and I, I think I even felt this a little back then. Not not as much. I mean, I think I'm much more aware of it now. But I, it, it felt a little bit like a a ploy to sell some new toys and some new you know figures and stuff. As, as you know, as opposed to to, to a younger audience as opposed to like right. this is the perfect fit for the film you know it's it's famously known that you know it was originally kind of the concept was going to be a cash egg on Wookiees and everything and yeah. and I, I gotta be honest I, f- I feel like that would have been more I think that would have been more in tune with the other films in the franchise I th- it would have felt yeah. and it would have felt more it would have felt less cute but that maybe that's part of it is I don't know that you have you know the, the, the most thing you get for something Cute in some of the other movies would be something like maybe R two and his you know is is beeping and and, and bobbing around or you know and it, it I don't know it's it's weird I will say that I, I've I've always have felt you know it's to me it's Empire New Hope Jedi or are my sort of yeah that, that's that's order. me as well and, well yeah so I, I but but for what it's worth I don't you know don't by any means hate Jedi matter of fact I think Jedi is you know so far beyond you know oh. any of the prequels or anything else like I mean it's it's um, there are mo- this is different. There are moments in Jedi that I absolutely love. Oh yeah, I mean, I I really really dig the I dig even though it it, it doesn't like go as far necessarily as I kind of wish it would. Like now as an adult, like as a kid, it was fine. But like yeah. now as an adult, like I wish it went a little bit further. But I love the the change that you see in Luke. You know, at the beginning of that film, like you know, basically like laying the law down a job, and he's like, yeah. look. You're going to give me what I want, or I'm going to decapitate your slug ass. Yeah. And um, and just, like, you know, he's he's so much more confident and sure of himself, and that's really interesting. And then the, um, the that, that I, I love those quiet scenes, uh, you know, like, between, between like, you know, the, the major beats of the movie, like, kind of, you know, going into the, uh, the second, third act or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that moment between him and Leia... Uh, before he leaves to go meet Vader and surrender himself, and you know they have that conversation and and you know realize that they're that they're siblings and like I really love what's going on in that scene and just yeah. the the um, the sort of like the I don't know just kind of like the the emotional recognition of. You know how heavy things are and what's about to happen. Yeah, and I absolutely love the scene that that follows a little bit later between Luke and Vader before they go up to the Death Star when they're still on the moon. And, uh, <coughs> and you know, like the scene where like Vader's checking out his lightsaber and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's 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 actually like a similar kind of thing. Like it's this sort of quiet moment where the two of them are, you know, talking before the shit gets really heavy, and that that there's that acknowledgement from Vader. That 
I, I can't remember exactly what the line is, but you know, like Luke says something like, "They're still good in you. I can feel it," and Vader says something like, "It's too late for me." And it's like he's not really denying that what Luke is saying is true, or or was it true at a point? It's just right. He, now but he's he just saying that like it doesn't really matter because you know, like events are already in motion, and nothing that we script. do is going to. Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing that we do is going to change it. Like. But like that's like, and that's the thing. I mean, like you can interpret you know what he's saying in that scene a lot of different ways. Sure, sure, sure. But I love, I love those moments in Jedi so much because they don't say it explicitly. You know, I agree. They they let those things kind of breathe, and I can just remember like as a kid, like just like being fascinated by that, and like trying to reconstruct that movie from Vader's point of view. Of course, this is before we saw the prequels. Yeah. But trying to reconstruct that scene and like some of the other stuff, like from Vader's point of view, and thinking about like the journey he's going on, yeah. that eventually leads to that incredible moment where he's like looking back and forth from the Emperor to Luke as the Emperor's you know giving him the lightning bolt thing, and then he's just like, oh hell no, yeah, <laughs> and like, I mean like the Jedi has moments that just hit with the oh, force absolutely. of a planet. That's the thing. And like, I, I love those things. I but think just, they have it has it has that, yeah. but it has too many of the or a few too many, and I say a few, I really do, but a few too many things that I think weaken it. Whereas I don't really know that you could, in my opinion, I don't think you can look at a New Hope or Empire and really point to things and say like that shouldn't be there. Yeah. I am talking about the originals and not the special editions because you can I definitely agree. point at stuff because it looks really bad CG and you can say yes. that shouldn't be there. But in, in all honesty, in the original films, like, I don't feel like there are moments. I, I mean, you guys, you could probably get nitpicky, but I mean, genuinely, no moments where it's like, eh, yeah, I, I wish they had done that differently. Like, I, I think they they, they hit they, they they hit consistently through the whole film. I don't think I'm capable Jedi is kind of, of an opinion that could improve those two movies. Exactly. Whereas, like exactly. Jedi, I kind of I, like, I, eh, I feel like there's a few things, but even that, yeah. they're 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 mild. Fair otherwise. The, the thing I will say is. We, I mean, so so let's. I don't want to talk about them really, but the prequels for a second. Okay. There was. I, I, it's so weird looking back now. I mean, we we watched. I remember being in my house, and we would watch for like that 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 night or two where they they showed the first teaser to our first trailer. The first trailer. And it debuted we, like on. It debuted like Entertainment Tonight or some shit like that. And then like that was like back when like Carson Daly was doing Total Request Live on yeah. TV, and they ran it like six times well, back to back. Or but something. that was the thing. Like we we watched on every one of them. We yeah. watched on every channel, and that was the thing. Like everything showed that trailer. Yeah. Everywhere. Like the I don't world even know that. Lost its mind. I don't even know that a force the Force Awakens has reached no. that by any means. Like no. you literally would watch your local news and they and would show, show the, trailer. the trailer. You'd watch yeah. Jay Leno that night, they would trailer. show the trailer. You'd watch or whoever I don't even I'm sure if it was Leno at that point, but it was. But the any anything that was going on, you saw that. And and I gotta be honest, it was the most amazing thing. Like I go back and look at the trailer now and it's so it really makes you kind of question your sanity. Like, did I watch this and get <laughs> did that I love excited it? about it? But, but you know what? But I we, will, we, we didn't know. Everybody did. Yeah. I was watching this. Uh, I've been watching specials on... Uh, and in fairness, it's a good trailer. It's, it is a good trailer. I, I will admit. It's a good trailer. It, hits, it, it actually hits some, some really nice beats. And, and, you know, like as a trailer, you come away from it pretty excited for the film. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, um, I was just going to say just briefly, I've been watching these like... Uh, uh, Christmases of, of uh, or, or how Christmases were, or something. It's like this thing on yeah. history of the uh, you know Christmas in the '60s, Christmas in the '70s, Christmas in the oh, '80s. That's interesting. It is. It's been kind of neat, and they you know it's been also kind of neat because they talk a lot about Star Wars, like when they came out, the toys that came out, all this oh, sort of stuff. Sure, but sure. One of the things they talked about was the pet rock craze that happened yeah, in the '70s, yeah, yeah, yeah. and about how they were saying like, look, nobody thought a pet rock was a good idea, but it was like somehow everybody joining in on this like. On the joke. group mass hysteria, on this right. jo- on this joke, everybody kind of getting it, yeah. made it okay and made it fun and funny and all that sort of stuff. It's it's in a way, it's almost like inter- like the internet meme of today, where it's like, yeah. I don't really like this, but I just love the fact that it's kind of a meme. And, exactly. So I'm going to put it on my and, Facebook. Or and I sort of think there is some of that, like about episode one, is like we we were all in on it. Like I mean, yeah. I really genuinely don't talk to many people now who go back and say, no, I wasn't excited back then. They're like, yeah, no. I remember back then I was really into it too, but man, it didn't. It just doesn't work now, does it? And it's it's so it, 
I, as much as I was excited about it back then, when I try to go back and watch the now one, it's like I can't even watch episode one. I, can't, I mean, le- legitimately yeah. cannot watch episode one. Um, I uh, the, the, the you know episode two eh, okay. I episode can three force is okay. I can force myself through episode two. Yeah, and occasionally I'll get the inkling to watch episode three. Yeah, which is funny because I used to remember thinking like, yeah, three is definitely the best of the three, and now I gotta go back and I'm like, eh, you know what, none of them. There's, pick, picking there's, a best of these is there's like no, there's no handling three turds and being like, ah, this one's got something. He was a very uh, well-behaved Nazi officer. <laughs> yes, I just compared the prequels to Nazis. <laughs> so, yes, I did. The thing I was kind of getting around to is the fact that so this, The Force Awakens is like this weird thing where we were so starving for Star for new Star Wars stuff back yeah. then because it really wasn't necessarily... Uh, like, that was right around the time that the Expanded Universe... Or, uh, the right, was that the, well, the, the right, expanded universe, universe had been around for a while, but I don't think it'd been around long, like only a uh, year or two. Like it came out about uh, the same time the I special mean, distance happened. I, I read, like, I mean, I was reading the Timothy Zahn books when I was in high school. So, okay, all right. I mean, the expanded universe had been around, but it was not as organized as it would become, and it wasn't as as uh, like public. Like we didn't have TV shows, we didn't have other movies, we didn't have yeah. other, you know, like. Well, that's the, I mean, unless you were like a comic book nerd, yeah. And you know, and, and just hung out in comic shops, and you know, happened to happened to you know, like read you know things like you know the Zon trilogy or God help you, some of Kevin J. Anderson stuff. Um, but you know, unless you were sort of like in that kind of like sci-fi clique, you, you were probably completely honest. unaware of it. But whereas it, I think the prequels created an appetite for it. It, it definitely did, and, and and I mean, again, back then we we for whatever reason, really liked that. So, like, we kind of were, yeah. like, ah, oh, well, I wonder what's with Grievous. What is with... And then, you know, kind of now I look back and it's like... Who cares? It's like, yeah, who gives a shit? You know, but the the thing they're doing with this new one does give me that sort of sense of, like, okay, we're... They haven't been express, expressly saying that we're, you know, <laughs> we're just forgetting the prequels, but they're kind of just saying, like, eh... That was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Let's just leave it there for a while, and we'll yeah. we'll just we'll focus on the more recent ones. Well, you know, you and, you and I talked about this, and I was saying that I think it is interesting the way that they constantly talk about four, five, and six. Yeah. And because the fact that they, as opposed to just saying like, oh yeah, you know, we love, you know, like like George's Star Wars movies, or we love, uh, you know, the Star Wars movies that have become that have come before this by being so specific that we love four, five, and six yeah. and excluding one, two, and three from that sentence, it's they are kind of dissing it without dissing it. Oh, I, I mean, I, I don't even know if they're and, doing and, it without dissing it. They're just, they're being very, well, in uh, fairness, they're, 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 just, being, they're just not doing it implicit or they're, explicitly. They're exactly. But, but it is implicit by not including one, two, and three. And saying that you love four, five, and six by exclusion, you're saying you don't like one. But two, I, it's it's also like a, a you know a well played political. Th- that's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's like, like, to me, it feels it feels like a strategy yeah. that they developed and early adhered, on and adhered, and adhered, to. And adhered to perfectly well. And that's the thing I love about what what I have seen for the Force Awakens is like I, I feel like okay, you know, taking away all the other stuff that we knew that you know have happened like in the prequels and things like that. Like let's just kind of go back to the original like. Luke goes through a very big change between Empire and Jedi, and even though he's still you know, and a very big change good, between a New Hope and yeah, and Empire. That, exactly, very true. I mean, like like Luke at the beginning of Empire, like you know, like in a New Hope. I mean, he's like literally a farm boy. He's literally a kid from a fucking moisture farm very true. in the hind end of space. Who you know has to like kind of prove out at the end of that movie Very that true. yeah I actually am a pretty accomplished pilot. At the beginning of Empire, he is a leader of men. Yeah, that is know? a good point. And I then, guess and yet there's another leap in Jedi. Like we were saying, I was going to say in Jedi, I feel like it kind of comes like he becomes his own man. Yes, in in Jedi, like so. like he he he's a he boy. Takes on the mantle of, of his father. Yeah, and and of Obi Wan, his surrogate father. But he's he's but he's in a much frankly darker place I think in Jedi like even though yeah. it's it's it, it inevitably comes to a, a positive end yeah. I I think that because we're gonna see we're gonna see I think we're gonna see you know Luke in a darker place in this film is what's kind of what, I, what I'm I'm thinking we might see but that's the thing there, I, just there don't is know. That, I don't know what to you know I don't know what to anticipate but they made a that's, real that's real where point. I'm thinking too like yeah. I mean it could be completely different 
but that's where I'm leaning as well. That, it, that he's in a darker place. So I, I you know, it, it, this should be great. Where, It'd be great to see Mark Hamill play that. Oh yeah, I, I, I got to be like that's the thing that's so cool about not having seen even with all the trailers. All the trailers didn't ever really show a lot. I mean, that like, was what I was going to say is my favorite part. My yeah. favorite part is that I've watched every single trailer and TV spot for this film, like the international stuff, exactly, the Chinese yeah. trailer, the Japanese trailer. Yeah. I've watched like all of that, and I still don't know a goddamn thing about uh, this Yeah, movie. I mean, I, I have a few ideas, you know, I think we, we have a few ideas of like who yeah. might be related to who and how a couple of people bump into each other, but... Like how it all ties But, but I mean, the, just the but most just mundane his. of things. Like As opposed to like things. Batman v Superman, where, you know, like... You know, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not saying you know everything about that film. But you're They're seeing very a couple of important stuff back. Yeah. But you see a lot of important stuff. I, I can't imagine in that the stuff Superman that we see in Batman v Superman is like happens in the first 15 minutes of the film. Right. Like right. It, I feel like we're gonna say like, yeah, that was what they showed. You that know? was a major thing from Act Three. Yes, exactly. Oh yes. man! But anyway, what I was gonna say is maybe because we're, we're you know at this point we're starting to get too close to. Uh, you know, wait. So maybe we should back off of talking about Star Wars too much because you know we might go well, further. So, but because honestly, there's been a lot of other movie news you know coming up. There has lately. been there has been a ton of other stuff to talk about. Do you have? Is there any off the top of your head? Was anyone well, you want to start with? I did like a I did like a YouTube video. Like I broke down like the Cap Captain America Civil War trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually saw that a rare occasion for me. I actually saw that live on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, like. That it, it's been kind of interesting because we've had like the slew of trailers for stuff coming out next year with like Cap and mm-hmm. then Batman v Superman, X Men Apocalypse, the new Star Trek, uh, Independence and, Day. Uh, yeah, the Independence Two Day trailer. But uh, it, it, it's interesting how like Cap sort of kicked all that off. Oh yeah. But uh, just do you, I mean I fucking love the trailer. I mean like oh, I my God. I got to the end of that and I'm just like. Marvel cannot lose, man. Like I, I keep thinking that like Marvel's gonna like slip up, and they keep not slipping up. I just you know the thing I with Marvel it. is their consistency, and, 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 yeah. and don't get me wrong. Are there issues with some of their their film film franchise? Are there ones that I would much rather yeah, watch sure. than others? Absolutely, but on the I whole, was, on the whole, they're so consistently good, and they for having different directors and different actors and different, you know, storylines go different. Like, right. they still maintain this really, really amazing unity of the universe. Yeah, like, so it, it feels very cohesive. Even Although, though, that, that, I mean, that, that rubs people the wrong way. I mean, like, some I, don't, people, yeah. I don't think Joss Whedon was particularly fond of the cohesiveness going into Age of Ultron. I, that, I, that first guy that was going to direct Ant-Man. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the reason he left. Because he thought right. he was being, like, micromanaged. I mean, and, and the thing is, and I, I hate to say it, but to some degree, I think you have to there's some there's some things that you get like if you get if you get a job you know directing the next star wars film i think you understand you're there's going to be other people that have there's an expectation about what that's going to entail and and there's and it is a big enough property that people are going to want to have says in certain things yeah you know that doesn't mean you won't have some you know some creative freedom hell you might have a lot of creative freedom but you aren't going to just be able to do whatever the fuck you want necessarily and and i think that's I hate to say it, but you know, some people say, "Well, that's not the way it should be." I mean, I, I think whatever one, works is the way it should be. Exactly. And to me, to say that like one director's vision is better than, say, Kevin Feige's vision for the you know the whole storyline, who who's to say who's right and who's wrong in that situation? Like, right. I, I think I kind of like the idea of, of uh, one you know person kind of staying in the back, kind of keeping it all sort of on track. Like you know, whoa. whoa, whoa Back over here well, just you, just like back. saying like okay, here's like here's the here's the wall on the left side, here's the wall on the right side. Yeah. In between these two, you can do whatever you want. And hell, hell, I even let you poke out those walls every once in a while a little, as long as you reel yeah. stuff back if, in. If like it's I don't like think... a Guardians of the Galaxy, which like look, exactly. we can go nuts with this. Exactly. We, I mean, we can do anything anything we fucking want in this movie. I I really think that 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 has worked very well for Marvel. I will yeah. say, I, I to do, me, it's more of a paradigm of like a television series, you know, exactly where you have you have like a showrunner. Yeah. You have you know somebody at the top of the chain like a Drew Goddard or yeah. a, um, a Sean Ryan or some you know somebody like that, a David Milch. Who is the overall creative uh, leader of yeah, that visionary inter- kind of, of that enterprise? That, yeah. And you know the directors who come in are fulfilling that they are they are ultimately fulfilling that that person's vision. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, more analogous to kind of how Marvel is doing. I, I agree, and I I think that like you look at the Civil War trailer, and I mean you just you, 
they dude, it just kicked. It kicks ass. And it does so much. And we're not even seeing like I mean, like you know, like there's all these other characters in that yeah. movie that we know are there. We know Spider Man's there. We know Spider Man's there. We know Ant Man's there. I mean Ant Man probably was on screen, frankly, and we just didn't see him. But because yeah, he's so small. But uh I mean like like really like the only like characters <laughs> that we really gotta look at were, you know, Thunderbolt Ross, which is, you know, kind of a big deal because that's like the first actor we've seen from the Incredible Hulk come back into the MCU. Yep. Um, and then obviously Black Cat. And I mean, it's just, or, or uh, Black Panther, excuse me. And um, I mean, like when Black Panther shows up, you're just like, Jesus, it's really, like, it's I, really happening. I'm not going to lie. I I missed Black Panther the first time I watched it. Because oh, really? I, in fairness, I was watching it on my phone. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of watching it. And like the scene goes by kind of quickly. And at first I was like, was that, wait a minute, was that, was that Black Panther? Well, I, in all honesty, I was like, was that Winter Soldier or something like that? Because oh, yeah, yeah. all I saw was armor and then an explosion, you know, after that. So I just, it didn't register with me. And so I go back and watch it the second time and I'm like, holy shit. I was like, oh, and actually, oh, what do you know? It actually, again, looks like fucking Black yeah, Panther. It looks like fucking Black Panther. Like they, again, that's the one well, thing. Even, that, even though like, they took it and changed it a little, like they 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 keep true to the source material. Like I mean, granted, I exactly. know everybody will, everybody will nitpick that oh they changed this, they changed this, but they they keep the core things similar or, yeah, or, yeah. or, or the they same. Keep, they keep it kind of true. Yeah, but I mean, like think about I, I think there's like maybe three shots, three or four shots of Black Panther in that trailer in total. There's that one kind of like hero reveal shot with the yeah. sun's behind him. He turns. And guy. he turns like, and you're just like, boom, there he is. Yeah. And then they show, there's that shot of like him fighting uh, Winter Soldier. And he just like, like he kind of like does that kick thing. It just like sends yeah. Bucky's ass flying. Yeah. And then there's that that shot in the, in the tunnel where it looks like Black Panther's chasing Bucky and Cap's chasing Black Panther. Yeah. And in those two action shots... They communicate some very important things about Black Panther. Because you know from watching Winter Soldier that Bucky and Steve are pretty much on equal footing. They can basically fight each other to a standstill. Yeah. And Black Panther is kicking Bucky's ass. Yeah. And so that means that Black Panther is, he's out a little bit ahead of where Steve and Bucky are. Yeah. And like where Steve is having trouble keeping up with him, he like he's out running Steve Rogers. He's faster than Steve Rogers. He's stronger than Steve Rogers. They're communicating some very fundamental, important pieces of information about yeah. who that guy is in the little bit of time they have. In addition to that, you know, really setting up that great drama, uh, I mean, that trailer is all about Cap versus Iron Man. I, I gotta be honest, that... Uh, That's what that trailer all, is about. All of those moments, like, I really... The, the, the two kind of key ones that I, that I always sort of think of is, well, all right, maybe three, is the... Is the the one where he says, you know, I'd like to just you know punch in your you know perfect, perfect little face mouth. or mouth, yeah, and uh, and then then that scene where Bucky and and Cap are just back and forth with the Iron with Man. the shield pl- blocking yeah. and punching and shit, and then that shot of Iron Man holding War Machine, yeah, you know the the, the moment of the trailer for me, Don, Don Cheadle's contract I think was up you know <laughs> for that movie. And, I hope not. Uh, the, I tell you the, the the moment the moment of that trailer for me. Is it, it looks like it's a pause in that fight between like Bucky oh, and, yeah, yeah. and Steve uh, you know exactly and, and Tony, where Steve says something to the effect of um, "He's my friend." Like, like I don't want to like right. I don't want to be doing this, but you know he's my friend, and and like Tony says, so was I, and like I mean, like Robert Downey, like the reason that you get Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man is for like those kinds of moments because he is doing so much with those three little words. Yeah. You know? And, like, that is the moment and, in that trailer. It's like, oh, my God. The thing is, that that line right there sort of puts into perspective what is so amazing about the storyline they're doing. And granted, I, I believe they're 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 changing it a, a little, but, you know, yeah. essentially the whole registration yeah. process. And, you know, I remember when the comic was first coming out, I... I've been out of comics for, for quite a long time, but I, I have some friends that are still into it, and one of them, you know, was kind of back when Civil War was happening, was kind of running me down a little bit what was going on, and I was just like, man, that's fucking that's awesome, fucking and the, the whole idea that you would kind of think of anything, you almost kind of think Cap might be the one, like, you know, hey, the, you know... He's the obvious choice. Well, that's, I mean, well no, in a way, though, I'm, I'm saying reverse roles. Like, I, I kind of think Cap would be the one to say, like, 
look, you know, if, if it makes the exactly. people in our country exactly. feel safer. And it, Tony's you know, the maverick. Tony's the guy that's like, I, fuck that. I'm not I shirk that. authority and, at every step. But then, then you sort of, you see where it really does kind of make sense. Like, yeah. Tony is the one that, you know, sort of thinks like, you know, look, we, we have responsibility to these people. And, and Cap's kind of the one like, you know, no, we've got, he's like, look, we have what, the look what's happened. We have the fucking, look, you know. Well, look what's happened you know. when we've trusted, you know, trusted government authority, organizations like S.H.I.E.L.D. as an example. Yeah. Look how that worked out for us. And whoever it was that made those Ultron rope women. Oh, wait. Um, but the... Um, but I, I, that line, to me, though, is that thing that just makes you really realize that, like, these... Neither one of these guys are bad and or evil with their intentions. No. Like, I think most of us come down on the side of understanding... I, well, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel like most people come down on Cap's side. They're like, you know, look... There's a reason heroes have this. But then, yeah. i got to be honest, we live in a world now where I think a lot of people do sort of think, you know, hey, look, I mean, I, I'm all for freedom, but, man, we got to protect ourselves, too, and so we need the government to be listening on every call we have. Like, yeah. I, and, and while I don't agree with that, I do think that there is a... People definitely react that de- and so I mean, every time something bad happens, there's somebody out there screaming for new laws to prevent yeah. this... From ever happening again, and, and this is a, so. I'm mean, like that is exactly that mentality that you yeah. kind of see playing out, and, and, and it's so awesome to see it with two characters you really know and love, like that you care about, and you're kind of like, man, don't don't do this to one another, like yeah. you know, I, I, you know, you you, but but it, it's kind of inevitable, and man, I tell you that that moment, seeing them beat the shit out of fucking Iron Man. Um, and Bucky, like, going for the arc reactor. Dude. It's well, just, I mean... And, and, and after you've seen Cheadle, you're like, man, he's not fucking playing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, you know, then you, you, you know, you, you hear that, you get that line, which, I mean, you know, who knows what it actually comes up in the fight or yeah. later or whatever. But it's very obvious that it's like, you know... It's heavy. We're all... We, we're, we're all together in this. Like, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't single, single one person out. We're all, you know, kind of friends and we've worked together and gone through all kinds of hell together but anyway it's it was an amazing trailer I, and, and I would be honest with you I think it's by far the best trailer we've gotten this so this far. end of I year agree. so far I, um, agree. With, with, I mean you could maybe ar- I, well honestly now I was going to say you maybe argue uh, Force Awakens but in all honesty I, I don't think the Force Awakens trailers have been amazing trailers they've been good yeah. they've done this this good job of keeping enough things hidden but you know I mean all they really have to say is like I mean literally it could have just been a three minute thing to just say like Star Wars Star Wars yeah Star you're Wars. gonna come see it so Star Wars. You know, get used to it but I, I in all honestly and I think we've talked about this before I, th- I think you feel somewhat similar the trailers themselves have not necessarily been what got me as excited like there have been things in, in the Force Awakens well trailer. it's just it's an entirely different strategy for those trailers like, like yeah. in, in the Civil War trailer they are trying to communicate some very fundamental things about that film which is basically this idea of a rift in the Avengers yeah. because of you know the the Sokovia Accords and, and like that drama that's going on in Age of Ultron yeah. about you know gee are we doing more harm than good in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing so, like, they're communicating some very fundamental aspects of the conflict of that film. The strategy with the Star Wars trailers has been, we're doing a new Star Wars film, and here's just a little bit of it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know, come it, see it December 18th. But, again, that's kind of what I mean, is in a way, so they, I they're think... Just, they're just they're two they, different strategies. Two different, but I, I think, I think I, I really think you have to agree that, that you know, the Civil War trailer as a... If, if it was on its own, nothing else, you know, you don't, you never even see another film that comes from it. Yeah, it's a more enjoyable I agree. piece of you know two and a half minutes or whatever. I, I love watching it even now. So, so one of the what's uh, one of the other? Well, the uh, next one that came out after that was Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman, which was huge, controversial. Like that I mean, movie is just. I don't think anybody can get a read on that film right now. I, I, I honestly feel like I and, and I could be wrong, but I would I would almost put money on the fact that. Every single bit of material they put out with it is a litmus test. And they're just like, okay, we didn't get a lot of great feedback on that last one. Let's try this. Yeah. Okay, they like this thing over here, but they aren't really cottoning to this Let's person. Do this. Let's do this. Like, I, like I said, maybe I'm wrong, but I just I feel like they, they have to be struggling to make that film work. Right. You know, I... I I don't know. I, I'm, I don't I'm have struggling a lot of to really exactly. I I have I have a vote of no confidence yeah. in that film, and the problem is, and like I even said, we, we both said that. Like, look, I will be, I, I will have zero problem after the fact. We see that movie, and it is beyond anything that we yeah. expected. 
to say to, I was completely wrong. I, was, I feel the exact same. I was. I, I want that. I, you know, and ex- I exactly. I would much rather have that, and I would have no problem saying, you know what, I, I, I was absolutely one hundred percent wrong on this. Yeah. It was amazing. He did exactly. I, I want to say that. I don't. I, I have not seen anything that would lead me to believe that is going to right. happen. Like I don't feel that way. And, yeah. I mean, the the, the 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 trailers for Batman v Superman have been such a roller coaster. You can remember we talked about the first trailer, and I was kind of like, eh. You know, and then we watched yeah. the second trailer, and I was like, hey, I'm a, I'm a lot more interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second trailer's gotten me more interested in this movie. It, and it was a yo-yo. This, yeah, and it, then see this third trailer, and I'm like, what? I, I, I will say, like, I was watching it, and I, I really, I was kind of, because I was like, this is going to be the, the actual, like, a, a longer trailer. We're going to get a little more on it. Because, you know, the other ones, again, yeah. were kind of just lots of random shots of things and you kind of couldn't really put together a sense. Now you're starting to get a little sense of what the storyline is and yep. who the players are and whatnot. But man, it just... There's it just, just beats in it that just don't work. It just doesn't feel like... And maybe that they'll whole work inter- in the movie. Maybe that's Exactly. The thing. Maybe they will work in the movie and they just don't work all that well in the trailer. Exactly. I, it, it, it feels... Maybe it's because, you know, we kind of know how it came about and stuff like that. And maybe that is somehow, you know, subliminal, subliminally... We, we just say like okay you know so they were they kind of forced this into a Justice League film when it was sort of originally going to be a Superman sequel and you know that's why some of the stuff maybe doesn't work but I, I just you take a step back and try to watch and I'm like man I, I want to be excited by this I mean we're talking about fucking Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and apparently Aquaman and, uh, and at least and, a peek and, at uh, Aquaman uh, and, Flash. and Flash in in this I film I mean I mean that's I gotta be honest with you. That that would be more huge to me than than the Avengers, and I really feel like the Avengers. Yes, it would be. But, but I, I just can't. I have not seen anything that gives me any confidence in what they're doing. I feel the exact same way, and I don't want to. And I tell you, the thing is, for like a long time, you know, like I I listened to you know Kevin Smith's uh, uh, Fat Man on Batman podcast. And he would talk about, you know, Affleck playing Batman. He's like, I'm telling you, he is going to be amazing. He's going to be the best Batman that we see in our lifetimes. And I'm just like, okay, maybe I'm just like biased against Affleck. And, and you know, and he, and, you know, this guy's worked with him. And, you know, he's a real fucking filmmaker. And, you know, maybe he's seeing the stuff that I'm not. And, like, for a long time, I just kind of like said, I'm going to have, I'm just going to like defer my my skepticism and just like trust that Kevin Smith knows what he's talking about and maybe you know maybe I'll be impressed sure and then like I listened to the episode where he and Mark Bernard did a that you know they did a thing about the trailer trailer. yeah and 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 Kevin Smith talked about Affleck as Batman he's like man he is crushing it in this trailer I'm like what (laughs) he's like he is like man he's killing it this is going to be great and I'm like if you're watching that trailer and thinking what he's doing is awesome, then I was you, right. In, like, I was yeah. wrong. I was wrong to ever, like, you know, take your opinion over mine. Because I did not come away from this trailer thinking Affleck looks so good in this movie. Yeah. I, it, it, I, I will admit a complete sort of, I, I'm not, I'm not picking up a positive vibe on the Affleck as Batman. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the worst choice that could have ever been made on the face of the planet. No, George but Clooney I, was the worst choice. I don't know about Kilmer. The, um, I, I think the, it's just one of those things where I don't, I, I, I feel in a way it's it's taking away from from the role. I mean, he's he's so recognizable. It kind of makes. I don't know. Just it just doesn't feel like the best fit in the world. And then, well, this is the reason why everybody's like, we want to get an unknown. We want to get it. We want to get a yeah. Henry Cavill. We want to get a. I can't remember the guy that played him in Superman Returns. Brandon Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Yeah. We want to get a Brandon Ralph. We want to get a Christopher Lee. A Christopher Reeve. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, or a Christopher. Lee. I'll take Christopher Lee as Superman. I'll take it. I'll take him as Batman. I'll t- I'll, I'll take whatever Christopher Lee wants to give me. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be taking dead him or alive. I don't. I, whatever he wants, I'll I'll do. I don't care. Um. But um, I think that that's why you get that's why you get an unknown because I can I can freely admit that I've got baggage with Affleck that is affecting my ability and to get into this movie and him playing my favorite character ever. In fairness, I, I do think that you you should have known a little better than to listen to uh, 
to Kevin Smith on, on Affleck because I think, believe if he once said that he could play the fucking shark in Jaws, didn't he, or something yeah, along those I mean, lines. Yeah, but I mean, in fairness, Affleck might be able to play a shark in Jaws. I don't know. I mean, uh, he's pretty good. In is it a CG shark? I mean, like, is it like is he just doing the motion capture for it? Or <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, the Batman v Superman trailer. Okay, so I don't want to like I don't want to spend like an enormous amount of time on it. Yeah. Just real quickly, the things that I kind of had a problem with, like that first scene where it's like, uh, you know, like I don't know, like Bruce Wayne's rolling up to whatever that big event is, and Clark Kent's like watching him get out of the car. He's like, "Who's that? Like, Who's that brooding guy what? over there? <laughs> like, what do you mean?" And, 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 and like Kevin Smith and Bernard, like even they acknowledge this. Like nobody in. Like, no character in the DC Universe doesn't fucking know who Bruce Wayne is. I mean, that, that kind of makes... Shit. That makes who Bruce Wayne is. Is that everyone Every would fucking, fucking know him. Every fucking one knows who Bruce Wayne is. I mean... He's, uh, you know, he, yeah. I, he's, he's like the fucking Kanye West of the DC Universe. Like, everybody fucking knows who this guy yes. is. Yeah. And... Uh, like just like that whole thing, I'm just like this is so. And this is so talking hard about to a guy who's supposed to be like the star reporter, you know, for for like a new like you're a newsman and you don't know who like one of the business biggest like you know business well, mogul like, like, or whatever. Like, is this like Clark Kent playing dumb? Because like oh I'm yeah. you know like instead of mild mannered Clark Kent, I'm like brain trauma Clark Kent. <laughs> Um, he did get the shit beat out of him, you know. In the last, fairness, last Michael Shannon kicked his Michael ass. Michael Shannon. I mean, he, he didn't win. Okay, fine, but or maybe he's got him still. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, but like that scene, like it, it put a bad taste. In my I, I agree. And and like we were talking about this, uh, you, you and, know, and, well, and then the whole thing with Lex Luthor, like you know, whatever you do, don't pick a fight with this guy. And I'm like, this moment feels like such a pandering kind of like, okay, guys, now we're going to shoot the moment for the trailer where yes. Lex says, you know, don't pick a fight, and it just it well, felt it like just it, the it way was, like felt like it was for the trailer, the not ba- for the film. The way Batman or the way uh, Bruce Wayne is already like brooding, and instead of being like the party boy who keeps his identity, you know, completely separate. So that right. you know you can never figure it out that it's fucking you know Batman. He's sitting there like you know, yeah, we have problem with freaks, freaking clowns, freaks and clowns. <laughs> yeah, clowns in our city. You know, and I'm, and like, I'm just like, like, why uh, did you, why did you just bring a sign to hold over your head that says, "I'm the fucking Batman." I'm Batman. Um. So anyway, I, I I didn't I didn't particularly like that. I think it's very. I thought she was with you. I don't know, like that. I thought that I, whole thing was kind of weak too. Like, I, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've actually Gal Gadot has kind of grown on me as Wonder Woman. Like, right. I, I, I she's like probably her. the thing I'm most excited about. <laughs> at this point. I like her, but when even when she was named as Wonder Woman, I was kind of like, ah, okay. Well, you know, if, yeah, let's be honest with you. If we didn't have if we didn't have fucking Ben Affleck in this film, it would so. feel it would feel much more balanced. Like yeah. her her notoriety versus and and uh, fucking. Uh, I can't ever remember his name. Uh, Superman. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. And then fucking Ben Affleck. Like, I, I kind of wish we should have gotten somebody slightly less well-known because I just feel like it would all be balanced more. But I I don't know. I just, I don't, it doesn't feel like it's, it meshes that well from what I've seen. It just doesn't, it, honestly, there really haven't been those moments where I'm like, fuck yes, that looks, like, I haven't seen the best moment I have seen from this movie is the one that apparently isn't even in the film. It was that little CG shot they did for the Comic Con, like you know when it was right. first announced, yeah. of like you know the the, the, the white eye armor the, Batman yeah. looking up at the red eyed Superman floating in front of him, and then you know, you know we're not even going to get that that exact shot in the film. So I yeah, I, I I absolutely I hope know. I am. Literally 180 degrees, you know, turnaround on this film. Me too. Um, but Me I don't, too. I don't expect it. Um, it. It just doesn't feel that way now. So we only have a little bit more time for at the theater. So a couple more real quick. So we just saw Star Trek. Right? Yeah, I got the first Star Trek Beyond trailer. Star uh, Trek Beyond, which I don't know. I don't know, man. A little bit of a weak name, but anyway, that it's a little bit of a weak trailer. Yeah, I, I uh, we were trying to tell you about how they, you know, apparently the. People in you know in Trek universe have something against the ship, like the <laughs> ship. They love, they, they love destroying the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they love blowing that. They shit love up. blowing it up and, and getting it out of the way, destroying you know? it, fucking it up. Yeah, I, I, it, it, I, you know, I mean, we we kind of talked about it. maybe that's not the sole focus of the whole film, but it right. kind of felt like it. Felt well, like it, it, it felt like the, it felt like the film was sort of like you know. 
built on that linchpin of, oh no, you know, like the ship's destroyed and, you know, they don't have the Enterprise now and they still have to save the day. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like, like, okay. The the ship, admittedly, is nobody goes to Nobody goes to a Star Trek film for the Enterprise. I'm just saying that. Nobody. But it's... It still is a major part of Dude, the story. No, I mean, I'm, being, it's like, I'm being completely. Oh, okay, okay, I mean, okay. That, uh, the Enterprise is the fucking Millennium Falcon. That it's, it's the fucking kit. You know, what I mean, it's the fucking. Yes. It's like it's it is a critical part of it. And honestly, it it has its own character. I mean, it's the whole thing of like Scotty has to kind of beat it up and bang it around a little bit to make it do what he needs it to. Sometimes, and you know, I mean, to, like, think to just that moment in Star Trek Three where they, where, you know, where like they willingly destroy the ship. Yeah. To get out of that situation, they're watching it burn up as it enters orbit on Genesis and what does Kirk say my god Bones what have I done yeah I mean you know, like like to acknowledge like you know we have really really fucked some shit up exactly today. and like it, it just feels like there's no sort of acknowledgement of that like these movies they're just like uh, you know they're just like ah you know fuck it let's just uh, what are we gonna do god, you know, let's blow up we're the gonna have to wait two more, we're gonna have to wait two more weeks to get a new ship I mean like it kind of yeah. feels like it's like you know they're, they're just gonna go back to Starbase the and be like don't the- you don't you, you know, like like the cops that get the old beat up car right. in a, yeah, in a buddy the, cop film? It's like, don't don't you get a good car from the impound this time because we ain't right. paying for no more. Like it's, the it feels like that. Uh, they'll, they'll probably will next next movie. They'll get some beat up, you know, old model. Uh, we'll get a freighter. We'll get a freighter. <laughs> they'll they'll uh, get the Farragut. But but anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Like I I like. I like the characters in Star Trek. I, I, I the, do. the originals. I, I the first movie. Yeah. I felt they did a a respectable and respectful job of handling a new, slightly new takes on those characters. Right. I do think they need to get more. Spot, uh, Kirk Spock Bones. Yeah. Like they really they, were they the heart of the films, and even really the TV show. Now that I say that, oh, I mean no, totally. And totally. it's. I don't think that they do that enough. You know, they they. Yeah. And maybe that is the thing that I, I hope we see out of this film is that we get we get that um, that togetherness. Although it ha, you know it has seemed like they've already said uh, Justin Lim, who did the Fast and Furious uh, stuff, yeah. has already I guess kind of given a hint or maybe a hint that they're going to kind of pretend like some of the events of the last one didn't. I don't know. Like I, I don't know that I fully. Understand I can't that. figure out if that is like if that's what he's doing or if that's what people Somebody are interpreting, interpreting that because like I read these headlines like Justin Lin says like you know Star Trek Beyond won't acknowledge into darkness and then like I, and I'm like oh that's interesting well, I wonder why not and, then and I go and read qu- it <laughs> and I read the quote and I'm like I don't know that he's exactly saying. I mean, that. he says it like like you know this is kind of our own our, our own thing we're doing yeah, something there. Like, I don't okay, know. That's like, not I, really I, saying that he's he's going to denounce it or pretend like it didn't happen, but I, I can't quite figure out you know like what what's going on with that. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like that that first trailer. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I I, I think my favorite thing that I saw about it on Facebook is I saw somebody say I saw the weirdest thing today. It was this. Uh, it was this. This trailer for a generic uh, sci-fi movie, but everybody was wearing Starfleet outfits. <laughs> <laughs> it felt, I, I gotta be honest, it felt like a, a later, like the next-gen movie kind of actioning. Right, like yeah, it, did, it, it, it did. didn't feel good. It, it, it felt, it felt like one of those, it felt, one of those next-gen. It, it felt like where they're like, why, why? It are felt Kirk like a TV and, show that has a big budget, not a big budget film doing yeah. a good adaptation of a TV show. Why are Picard and Worf like driving around in four wheelers? Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> uh, well, listen, we're at the theater. There's more uh, stuff we could talk about. The but, film is uh, playing to somebody back there. Somebody's we're, watching we're, we're Star Trek. It, we're seeing Star it at midnight Wars right now. We're we're seeing it at midnight, but but you know, of course, it's been running since seven. Seven, yeah, which yeah. is so weird to think of. Like I, I know we did midnight mostly for me because of my work schedule. Right. Um, we just you know knew have enough time to get it to the theater we like and all that sort of stuff. But um, I don't know. It's kind of a uh, kind of odd to think that here in what. Three, four hours, something like that. We, we will, will have be, seen it. It will have been over and done. We will have been inside it. <laughs> yes, it we will, will. It will have bonded with us. Uh, but anyway, I guess we are going to uh, wrap up the uh, the old pre-show on that note. And uh, we'll see you on the other side, I think. I'm excited now. I am too. You know, it's interesting because as soon as we stopped recording, Tony and I both commented how... We didn't sound all that excited right there as we were getting ready to go into the theater and see Star Wars. 
And in the next episode of the show where we actually have the Drive Home Breakdown on Episode 7, we do discuss just a little bit about how we, we almost feel like we were, we were protecting ourselves with managing our anticipation and our expectation. I think we were both really afraid to get too excited for the movie. But almost as soon as the movie actually began, that went right out the window. And that is the last little tease I'll give you for Drive Home Breakdown, episode number 24, Star Wars, episode 7, The Force Awakens, which is going to be coming out in probably a day or two. So that's right around the corner. Keep your eyes peeled for that. In the meantime, we'd really love to hear what you think about this episode of the Drive Home Breakdown and what you thought about the Captain America Civil War trailer, the Batman v Superman trailer. You can discuss all of that at your leisure in the comments below, or you can find us on Twitter at Breakdown Show and yell at us there. We'd love to hear what you think. All right, I'm going to get out of here. We'll see you next time for the full enchilada Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, our Drive Home Breakdown of the latest Star Wars film, which is conquering both the U.S. and international box office. And we're very, very excited to bring that episode to you. So stay tuned for that. Until then, I'm Brent Adams, and the breakdown rolls on. Rolls on.